0: those beliefs from six years old can in fact still be present. It's incredible how that happens. That trauma, that criticism could cause you to talk badly about yourself, to believe incorrectly about yourself, could cause you to feel insecure, to doubt yourself, all because of some idiot on the playground at six years old telling you that you're ugly fast forward all the way to last year and you could have worked for an a-hole of a boss that was having a bad day, took it out on you and caused you to question who you were or what you were what you were able to accomplish. And in the moment you shook it off as no big deal, but deep down it hurts. And this may be too touchy-feely for some of you, but this is just the reality. Like if you really want to be the best, if you really want to succeed to the degree that you are capable of, you have to address these things. Welcome to Authentic Conversations. I'm your host Ryan James Miller, and I believe the way to freedom, fulfillment and success ultimately comes by living as the most authentic version of yourself. If you're ready to live the life you've dreamed of, you're in the right place. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to what I guess is episode 199 of this podcast. 199 episodes. If I'm getting really, really technical, it's probably episode like 220-something because there were some sub-episodes I did a long time ago. Uh, But for the sake of what you see, for the sake of what you listen to, Episode 199, which by the way means the next episode you are going to listen to is going to be episode 200. Two zero zero. It is crazy for me to think that we are almost there, and I've been plotting and planning as to what I'm going to do. Uh, because episode one hundred was a crazy episode with my wife Michelle and one of my best buddies John. We were making old fat. He was making old fashions. I was drinking them. It was awesome. Uh, maybe I'm going to smoke cigars with somebody uh, on this episode. We'll have to see about that. <laughs> but. I'm I'm really excited for today's episode. Um, This is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I've shared uh, in different kind of capacities, uh, but this topic specifically, I felt like deserved an episode uh, all to itself. So um, a couple weeks back, I shared on Instagram saying that over the last 11, now almost 12, 11 and a half years. Uh, I have had the fortune to coach, train, consult thousands of individuals, individually coached and trained over a thousand. But in the thousands, uh, if you were to take into account all the people I've spoken in front of, that number would be significantly higher. Um, But in working with all of those individuals, you know, when somebody hires me to coach them, They are typically after one of two, if not both of these things. And that is they have a goal or goals they want to accomplish and then they have or and or they have challenges or a challenge that they want to overcome. So some combination of that is what typically causes people to reach out uh, and want to hire me. Also because I'm just a great guy, you <laughs> know. Uh, really, it's because of one of those two things. And so I, I always tell them the same thing. Like, I am absolutely in. If I believe I can help you achieve or overcome, I am all in. And we are going to make sure that uh, we have the right systems, the right processes, the right plans, the right tools. We want to have all of those things ready, dialed in, so you can execute in the best way possible, But what I know deep down inside is there are actually two things that are typically preventing people from achieving the success that they desire. Two things. And those two things are not a system, though it's helpful. They're not a process, though it's beneficial. They are not a tool, though they can contribute to their success. The two things that I find are usually the killers to an individual's achieving success, even a business too, but we'll speak to individuals uh, for this for this conversation. The two things are a number, and this isn't necessarily in, in order. Uh, uh, but n- number one, one of them is people chase the wrong goals. I cannot tell you how often people end up creating a life that requires them to pursue a type of success that they're not really into. They think they are because somebody else is or somebody else was, or it sounds good, but it's not what resonates in their heart. And so as the result of that, they will never be able to fully accomplish the success they've been created for because they are chasing the wrong types of success. They can't stay motivated, they can't stay focused. There's just so many things. Oftentimes they're not talented enough And and driven enough in that specific area to achieve that success because it's not what they were created for. But that is even for another podcast conversation or another conversation uh, in um, in general. What I want to talk today about is uh, the second thing, which I believe is probably really the first thing, which is a lot of what I've been talking about across this whole episode so far and a lot about what my book is going to be about. I believe that the number one reason, so even though I said earlier that it wasn't necessarily an order, I do believe there's an order. I believe the number one reason that people fail to achieve the success they desire is because there is something inside of them that is broken. There is something inside of them that is hindering their ability, holding them back from achieving the success that they have been created to achieve. There is a wound, there is a struggle. There is a doubt. I'm going to get into all these and some more specifics. And then let me tell you, I'm going to provide you a way out. I'm going to, if this is you, if you even want to test this theory, I'm going to provide you a way out. Uh, my book is going to do a better job of that, but I'm going to save that for the book because I don't want to tell you everything. And then nobody wants to buy my book because you've heard it all already. Even though Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. So in reality, somebody's already said what my book says. I just hope you love me enough to want to listen to the way I say it. Um, but there is something holding you back or some things that are holding you back and those are hindering your ability to be able to succeed. What are those things? Man, those things are a plenty. So I took some notes. I just want to go back so I don't don't forget. This is not exhaustive, uh, but definitely so many of these things come into play. Reasons that people struggle to succeed, being that they are internally broken or or not whole or complete in some way, could be things like fear, shame, low self-confidence, or a lack of self-belief. And those things could exist inside of you because of a variety of different things. Personal factors, social factors, cultural factors, spiritual factors. There are so many reasons. I mean, if you have experienced, I'm going to oversimplify this to like the the, the, the most basic of degrees uh, just for, for for sake of conversation. So if when you were six years old, uh, I'll, I'll speak to you ladies first. It, it, uh, I mean, I guess if you guys maybe could relate to this too. Uh, but, um, if somebody on the playground at six years old told you that you were ugly, first of all, it was probably cause they really liked you and they were trying to get your attention. That's how six year old boys act. Uh, it wasn't nice, but it's just the way that it is. But that could, in fact, as crazy as it sounds, have started a chain reaction that is hindering your ability to see yourself for who you really are. And because that was such a blow to your self-confidence, maybe because uh, there was other people around and watched it happen or heard it happen, you started to feel like you were less than good enough. And so then when you get into into other challenging situations as an adult, those beliefs from six years old can in fact still be present. It's incredible how that happens. That trauma, that criticism could cause you to talk badly about yourself, to believe incorrectly about yourself, could cause you to feel insecure, to doubt yourself, all because of some idiot on the playground at six years old telling you that you're ugly. Fast forward all the way to last year, and you could have worked for an a-hole of a boss that was having a bad day, took it out on you, and caused you to question who you were or what you were what you were able to accomplish. And in the moment, you shook it off as no big deal, but deep down, it hurts. And this may be too touchy-feely for some of you, but this is just the reality. Like, if you really want to be the best, if you really want to succeed to the degree that you are capable of, you have to address these things. So you have to figure out how to address these situations if you're going to grow from them, if you're going to overcome them. So a couple of things that come into play here. Number one is you have to understand the root cause. If you feel doubt, if you feel shame, if you feel um, uh, a lack of self-confidence, if you... um, if you don't believe in yourself the way that you should or could, um, you need to understand what caused that. Again, trauma, criticism, failure, what was it? What caused you to feel the way that you feel about yourself? what What's holding you back? From there, I'm gonna highly recommend that you work forward, with somebody that is objective. Now, we're not gonna find anybody in this world that is 100% unbiased. Everybody has bias towards one thing or another. But if you try to talk about this with a friend, probably with a colleague, uh, with your spouse or significant other, the danger is most of those people love you too much to be brutally honest with you at times. Now, you may be saying to yourself, well, my husband or my wife, they will they tell me the brutal truth all the time. Yes, when they're frustrated or angry, but most spouses won't be honest enough to tell you that you're overweight, if you were. And so, and they do that out of love because they don't want to hurt you or they don't want to create a tense situation. But the reality is, if nobody's going to tell you you're overweight, you're, you're likely never going to do what it takes to get your weight back under control and get into shape. And so so the same thing goes here. They're going to love you too much to be completely objective or as objective as possible. So my suggestion to you would be to seek out a mentor, seek out maybe a counselor or a therapist, though I have my opinions about uh, those uh, trades most of the time. Not everybody. I have a good friend that's a therapist. I love him to death, and I think he's amazing at what he does. But even he will say that. They're not always the best to go to with things like this Um, or a coach. And I'm biased to that because I'm a coach. Um, But this is one thing that I work on with my clients all the time. I help them to unearth these things, to see them for what they really are, and then grow from them. Not to erase them, not to overlook them, to deal, to grow, and to get better as the result of them. So you've got to work through these with somebody I mean first you got to admit it but then you got to work through these with somebody from there I'm going to encourage you if, if this is you again if, if if you are not achieving the success you desire just want to remind you about how we got here if you are not if, if there's if there's something just this chasm between you right now and and who you want to be or what you want to achieve, there is a high level of probability that you are holding you back from you, right? That, that that's what we talked about at the beginning. So again, uh, so I, I talked about like we have to understand what truly what caused that, what that what, what that was. We we have to get some objectivity into helping us grow forward. Um, another thing that we need to do is uh, we need to focus on um, self improvement now. You have likely heard me say this before. I'm going to say this again. I detest speaking positivity into the world and getting it back. I detest manifestation. I don't think that's real. Just straight out. I don't think that's real. I don't think it's helpful. At best, it's a placebo. Um, But what I do think is, is we need to practice mindfulness we, we, we need to understand how we think, what we think about, you know, uh, years back, 2013, 14, 15, 16, like in that range, uh, this idea of emotional intelligence really took off. Self-awareness has always been there. Social awareness has always been there. But kind of this term, emotional intelligence or EQ, it, it really leapt forward into personal and professional development. And since then, it's kind of just like quieted away as everybody's moved on to the next thing. But you need to regularly practice this idea of understanding yourself, being mindful of who you are, of how you behave, of how you act, of what you say. Like that stuff is so incredibly Important. You need to know what triggers you. You need to know what fuels you. You just have to understand and practice those things. Another thing that you need to work on, likely especially for high performers, you know, uh, people often think that the people that are hardest on themselves are the people that are really, really low. Um, people that are, are are really deeply struggling, and, and I feel for, and have so much compassion and empathy. For people that are that are deeply struggling. But I believe that some of the people that are the hardest on themselves are the ones that are the most successful or the ones that desire to be the most successful. Um, they, they just have this incredible expectation at all times. You must practice compassion and more so you must give yourself Grace. So self-compassion is important, but grace upon grace upon grace. You know, I shared this story before, I'm pretty sure, a time or two, but it, 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 it's worth repeating. Um, from 2015 to 2018, I worked for an organization and uh, I was leading sales and marketing. And there was this woman, she was a leading uh, the client service side. So I was leading one side of the house, she was leading the other side of the house. And man, she was incredible. She, uh, from what I understood and we got we got close uh, over time, uh, she was um, valedictorian in high school, captain of the cheerleading team, Valedictorian in college captain of the cheerleading team. I mean she everything that she put her mind to do, she did it. I mean she just crushed. And that's not to say she wasn't. She was perfect because she wasn't, like she would make mistakes. But what, I, but what I saw in her was, was when she made mistakes, she was extremely hard on herself, oftentimes harder than anybody else was on her. And she got to this place in her life where at 30 years old, she was married. She was trying to have a child with her husband and could not. Uh, and many of you women, you understand that I actually had a woman on my podcast not too long ago that talked about a brutal infert- infertility journey. And um, so I know that this is something that is just so heavy on a lot of people's hearts. And so she started to struggle. She couldn't figure out why she couldn't get pregnant, couldn't figure out why she couldn't fix it, try harder herself, um, whatever, like, you know, uh, just align everything and make it all right and just strategically get everything to the right place at the right time. And then she, and it just wasn't working. And it sent her into this depression. Uh, so much so that, About six months after that journey started for her, she took her own life. And, man, that was brutal, brutal for so many reasons that I just don't feel like repeating at this time. But um, about a month later, I went back and I read her journal uh, that she had left in her office. Uh, We we didn't touch her office for many, many months. It was just it was weird and it was hard to do. Like we didn't want to clean out what we still wanted there, which was her. One day I was in her office and um, I opened one of her drawers and there was a journal in there and I just started reading. And it was so heartbreaking to read how little grace she had for herself. She was putting so much pressure on herself to perform, to fix, to overcome, and to succeed. That though that there there was some bad medical advice along the way in her journey to care for her mental well-being... Um, ultimately she drove herself to this pit of despair because she was expecting something that she didn't really have control over. She wasn't giving herself grace when things weren't going her way. And it ended in the most horrific way possible. All that to say grace is so important. Make sure that you are constantly pouring out compassion on yourself, that you're constantly giving yourself grace. That doesn't mean that you don't um, measure yourself, that you don't have standards, that you don't set expectations, that you don't pursue goals. Just have grace, especially you high performers, high achievers. Grace upon grace upon grace. Um, another thing that you want to consider if you're struggling uh, in this area and there's a possibility that you are holding you back, make sure that you are setting goals, but you're setting the right types of goals. Um, I was talking with a client the other day and, uh, he set a goal for himself and it was ridiculous, uh, to the point where I said, I want you to cut that in half. And he's like, what? I'm capable I'm like, yeah, but is it necessary? Like, it, it's it it it's so cool by cultural standards to set these crazy goals, but it's just not necessary. When I cut his goal in half, or encourage him to cut his goal in half, it was still far greater than what he had achieved this last year. So he was still going to push himself, but he was gonna he was going to set a more realistic goal. When we put too much distance between ourselves and our goal our goals and we don't attain them, that just creates more and more struggle in us It creates a greater chasm between where we are and where we want to be, which just does more to destroy whatever struggle we have inside of ourselves we don't hit our goal we're ashamed we don't hit our goal. We're less confident. We don't hit our goal, right? It just, it goes on and on and on. So you want to consider the fact that if when you're setting goals, set the right types of goals. This is also why it's really important to work with somebody else when you set goals, never set them in a silo. Also, don't allow somebody else to set your goals for you. And it's funny because I just said, like, I I encourage my client to cut his goal in half, but I didn't make him and I didn't set it. As a matter of fact, I was trying to cause him to chill out a little bit. What I see too often is people that work for other organizations, those organizations set crazy goals because the organization has crazy goals, and then these people are led into the pasture of failure, and it just causes so many more problems. So just be so careful. If an organization is going to set a goal for you, you're going to have to try and do everything you can to achieve it, but make sure that you are setting goals for yourself inside of that, that you would be proud of yourself for achieving, even if you don't achieve the organization's goal. And I can get into more of that later, but I'm not going to do that right now. Um, By the way, that will also – when you set the right types of goals and then you pursue them, uh, that will also create a great level of self-confidence when you can constantly build momentum towards goals. Uh, you want to keep progressing forward, uh, but again, you want to do that in an appropriate manner. Um, and finally, when – When you see the possibility of the struggle inside of you, which I've seen it over and over again in myself, forget my clients. Like there's still things that I'm dealing with from my past that come back to haunt me every once in a while. Um, And so one of the ways that I found uh, to overcome that, uh, that inner obstacle of self uh, is to consistently focus on growth and improvement. Like I want to be content with who I am and where I'm at. God has me here for a reason. He created me this way for a reason. And so I am constantly, every morning, one of the things I pray about is a thanks to God for having me in the position that he's in. All the while, I know that I want more. But I'm truly thankful for who God has made me to be and where God has me to right now. So be content. But... When you commit to continuous growth and improvement, you are constantly focused on improving yourself, getting better, healing, journeying forward. You're constantly working on overcoming the inner obstacles that are preventing you from being all that you can be. I just got an army reference right there and that probably dated me because they don't have those commercials anymore. But... You want to work on consistently overcoming the inner struggle. That's continuous improvement, continuous growth. One of the things that you want to consider as you are on this journey forward for growth and development, consistently looking to to get better, you want to make sure that while you are persistent in pursuit of your goals, right, we want to make sure that we're, we're focusing forward, that we're building momentum, But the other thing, and this goes back to compassion and grace, is you want to exercise patience. Make sure that in pursuit of success, that you are patient with it. Nothing was built overnight. We hear over and over again, people say that there are very few people in this world that have ever literally achieved overnight success Almost everybody that we look up to, I mean, we see the memes and the stories all the time about uh, Jeff Bezos at one point driving a beat up Honda Accord and running Amazon out of his garage. The one that I that always struck me was uh, listening to Mark Cuban talk about uh, uh, initially developing the travel software that he did, which made him his first chunk of money. And he did that while I think he was eating like Chef Boy RD out of a can in the basement of, I think, his parents' house um, or maybe it was a friend's apartment. Um, we don't see all the work behind the scenes. We don't see the years. And unfortunately, if you're like me, I'm almost 45. um, And when when we start looking to really grow in our late 30s, mid 30s, late 30s, early 40s or beyond, we feel like the time bomb is ticking or the hourglass is pouring and, and we're running out of time. And so we try to speed up the process. And in that, we end up further destroying ourselves. We often end up further uh, hurting ourselves, creating more doubt, more struggle, because it's not happening as fast as we would like it to because we have set too quick of a timeline. So, be patient, grasshopper. Really, I mean, you, you just have to give yourself time. Now, you want to be careful with that because you don't want to be overly lazy in pursuit of goals. We wanna keep fighting forward. So what do you do? Again, this goes back to, you have to have some objectivity from the outside. You wanna make sure that you are setting appropriate goals, that you're pursuing them in the right way, and that means that you're running hard enough, but not too hard, and there's a balance between those things, and not every day is gonna look the same. So objectivity from the outside is gonna help you to pursue those in the right way. So anyway, all of those things to say, I truly believe that what is holding most of us back is us, but that there is a way out. But you have to commit to that. First, you have to admit to that, and then you have to commit to that. That's going to be a tweeter right there. Admit to the fact that you are your own worst enemy. Commit to no longer becoming it. And so that's the challenge for you. If you're not where you are, are you willing to admit that you're part of the problem? And are you willing to do what it's going to take to grow from where you're at right now to where you want to be? Because the honest truth is, most of you are not. Most of you will not do what it takes because it's hard. It's hard to commit. We to. Um, uh, it's hard to admit that we come up short. It's hard to admit that we need to do more work. It's hard to admit that we're the reason why we're not getting to where we want to be. I mean, it's far easier just to point the finger at somebody or something else. But for those few of you who are willing to do what it takes, I believe this is part of what it's going to take. It's a journey that I am on. It's a journey that I am on with my clients, uh, in my relationships, uh, in in every facet, facet and aspect of life Uh, This is just a part of it. And so my encouragement to you is to get after it, to dig into yourself, to figure out how to grow from, not to hide or bury, but to grow from the things that are holding you back. You owe it to yourself to give everything to the life that you're living. You don't want to get to the end of your life and say, damn it, I wasted it. With that, you guys, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Would you please do a couple of things for me for those of you that have listened to this point? Will you please, with whatever platform you're on, whether it's Spotify, which I know that's what most people are listening on, Apple, uh, YouTube, would you please share this and just tag me? It would be. I would greatly appreciate you sharing this with somebody else. The podcast, this episode, uh, maybe your favorite episode, if it, if it's not this one. But um, but would you please share this with somebody else? And then finally, if you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, I love when I get messages from you. I love the affirmation, great episode, like things like that's awesome. And I really appreciate that. But if you have any thoughts, questions, ideas, feedback, something I said that you didn't agree with, or something you want more clarification on, or maybe something that really resonated with you, uh, I am here. I am all ears. I am all in to do whatever I can to help you crush those goals and achieve all that you have been created to be. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Authentic Conversations. If you are ready to live the life you've dreamed of, I'm here to help. Head to ryanjamesmiller.com podcast to begin your journey. And if this episode impacted you in any way, pay it forward by sharing it with someone you know. I'm Ryan James Miller, and I'll see you next time on Authentic Conversations.